Congratulations. You found it. You know what time it is. This is New York Game Day. It's three hours of the most informative and entertaining NFL news in the league. Welcome in. It is New York Game Day here on 98.7 ESPN. Anita Marks with you. And of course, Matthias Kiwanuka, giant great Super Bowl champion. Always with us on Sunday morning. Good morning. Good morning, Matthias. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm great. Did you watch that uh, that U- U- USC-UCLA game last night? No, no. I had uh, some other obligations to, to take care of last oh. night. And uh, based on that BC-Notre Dame score, I really didn't want to watch college football at all. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Well, Caleb Williams <laughs> just looks like uh, something – looks like the real deal. I'm sure mm. that uh, that's going to be a hot topic of, of conversation here uh, in New York as we get closer to uh, to, to the draft based on uh, his performance last night. A lot of really great quarterbacks coming out in this year's draft. Um, also, also are, are you really big in the World Cup? Are you going to be watching World Cup? I'll, yeah, I'll tune in for the World Cup. I got um, a lot of my family. That's that's the biggest sport, you know. So in Uganda, American mm-hmm. football is just now taken off, but uh, football uh is is the sport so in order for me to understand what what the cousins are talking about in the group chat i'm gonna have to tune in there you go there you go all right well um world cup game one starts at 11 a.m today by the way keep that in mind uh it is uh qatar going up against uh ecuador so uh that's how they're going to kick it off of course the united states uh, they play tomorrow at 2 p.m so that's going to be fun and they're going up against wales uh but with, we've got with no, two with fo- no beer being sold too as, yeah no, as of two no days beer ago. yeah there's there's be interesting you know i i actually i have quite a few friends who who do travel who enjoy going uh to uh to attend world cups and mm-hmm. quite a few of them decided not to go this year just because all the rules and regulations over there in Qatar and what they cannot do, um, you know, poo-poo, no fun. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so there, so I have a lot of friends that are not going uh, this year. But nonetheless, we've got two big football games happening here for our own hometown teams. And uh, mm-hmm. let's start with the Giants at home hosting the, the, the Detroit Lions, right? Like, um, you know, a team that is just... A number of people feel, and, and the line, by the way, is is three, right? Uh-huh. Hold on, I just want to call up. Yeah, so the line is still three right now, and many people are very perplexed by this. Like, how is this line only three? I don't understand. What, what, like, you know, the Giants are so much better than the Detroit Lions, you know. But keep in mind, Detroit they've won their last two games, although, yes. although they've been out uh, both the the Green Bay Packers as well as both the Green Bay Packers, as well as um, the, the Chicago Bears, um, put up more yards than them in each game. It's mm-hmm. just Aaron Rodgers had three interceptions, mm-hmm. right? And uh, Aaron Rodgers had three interceptions. And then, of course, uh, uh, Justin Fields had the pick six. Mm-hmm. One thing that we do know about this Giants team is Daniel Jones only two interceptions on the season. He has not been fumbling away the ball. He has been protecting the ball. This team is playing very smart, heads up, protecting the football type of mentality with yep. Brian Dable and this coaching staff here. So I don't see that happening. Um, you know, uh, let, for, first first things first, a, a comment on that. Com- comment on, on how Dan- like we've gone from Daniel Jones fumbling the ball and throwing yeah. picks each and every game. To only yeah. two interceptions on the season. Yeah. I mean, I've been saying it all along. Like, we have not been able to properly evaluate Daniel Jones as of the last few years because the offensive line was struggling so bad. And I don't think people understand that once you start to get into that rhythm, especially as a quarterback, but, but at any position, you know, you start getting jitters. If you're not confident – 
you know, I could put it for, for a defensive, you know, standpoint. If you're not confident that the man next to you or behind you or in front of you or whatever is going to do their job, you start doing things outside of your character, things that you shouldn't be doing, and you start worrying about things that have no business even entering your head during the game. So now that, you know, the offensive line is better and obviously the running game is, is phenomenal, it, it gives him the ability to play calm. And we're, we're able now to see him for what he really is, which is, you know, at – least a game manager an individual who can go out there control the ball organize and orchestrate the offense and and not be the reason why you're going to lose the game Um, that's one of the key components to it running the ball not turning the ball over being opportunistic on defense making sure that you win the turnover battle those are those are some of the keys but you also have to learn how to get down the field and drive and win when you need to and I think that still has yet to be seen Another thing, and, and folks that are, are a little concerned about here and, and why I think the line is, is only three, is the Giants turn around immediately Thursday and go to Dallas, not only to play a division rival, but obviously because uh, they're going up against um, you know short work week along with a division rival. And it's Thanksgiving. And so many people feel that this could be a quote-unquote trap game, a game that uh, this coaching staff and the Giants aren't paying 100% attention to because they're eyeing, because we both know how important it is to obviously beat teams in your division. Um, yeah. You know, so, so I mean, what are your, what are your thoughts to, to that analysis? This, this isn't a trap game. Like we just said, they, yeah, they have three wins, but two of their wins came back-to-back, uh, um, you know, in their last two games. So I think this is not the time to overlook it. What happens when you have that quick turnaround is the coaches will slide in, you know, a few players here a few plays there at different points during the week to get you acclimated to the team that you're going to be playing in the future and it's usually reference hey this is not for this week but we just want to see how you guys are going to react but they they don't pay too much attention to it right so it's not like we're not the Cowboys are not going to be discussed at length during this week and they can't however you know they'll put some plays in there just to, you know, or some formations in there just to get everybody accustomed to it. I think that's, that was always the the best approach in in my opinion, but no, I I don't, I think this team is, is, you know, it's fresh enough in their recent memory, you know, how bad things can be that I don't anticipate them overlooking anybody. You know, if, if, if they even consider this a trap game, that's a problem right there because this team has to continue to rattle off win after win after win just to have a shot to get into the playoffs. Forget about, you know, having people, you know, show them their respect and, and believe in them. They they have to keep their confidence up. And so this is um the, this is another another hurdle. It's not just a, it's not a trap game. This is a hurdle. Um you know, another thing to keep an eye on and that is you got you got Saquon Barkley who's coming off of 35 touches this last game, right? That's a lot. Now go right, now going up against Detroit and again, you know, I, not 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 to um every every win is important, but mm-hmm. knowing that he's going to have to play again next Thursday. Mm-hmm. In Dallas, against the Dallas Cowboys, what are your expectations for Saquon Barkley today? I, I think my expectations for him is that he's going to go out, he's going to go hard, and he's going to you know put up some some good numbers. My hope for this staff is that they limit his carries and limit his touches and get him off the field as often as they can, especially if the game starts to 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 run into our you know into the Giants' favor. They need to start to rest him. You know, this is 
these are he's putting up great numbers but at that position in the NFL there's only so many hits that you can take on your body during the course of a season before uh, it starts to show our coach you saw our D-line coach I think it was Wolf either uh, Wolf or none one of the two he used to always say hey hits are cumulative right so during the course of the season like yeah you may have gotten hit in the hip you know four weeks ago nobody else is thinking about it but you're still be walking around, you know, with the with an ice pack on at night and 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 so forth. So um, they're going to need to at some point uh, bring him some relief, um, especially if they want to make a run into the playoffs. But so I'm hoping that this game is one where you know put some points up on the board early, make sure that the defense is is playing well, and allow the offense to you know do some different things and not use him so much. Um, on the opposite side, of course, we've got the Jets heading to New England. Uh, the big storyline, obviously, is Zach Wilson going up against Bill Belichick in his defense. His son, of course, manipulates. Mm-hmm. He, he tweaks from afar. Last time, Zach Wilson went up against the Patriots, three interceptions. I said this yesterday on my show. You know, this, this Jets defense is so good, and Mac mm-hmm. Jones has been struggling this season in that whatever offense you want to call it ever since Josh uh, McDaniel left and, and went to the Raiders, and uh, who knows what the hell they're doing over there offensively. So Mac Jones and their offense is struggling. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this Jets defense has an opportunity to really capitalize against the Patriots. If Zach Wilson could just not turn the ball, like you don't have to throw the ball 300 yards and three touchdowns in order for yeah. this Jets team to win. Just don't turn the ball over. Yeah. Um, you know, what What are your thoughts about Zach Wilson today going up against the Patriots defense? I think he's he needs some uh, like more veteran in his ear, I guess, is, is what I would say. Somebody who, who has experience, who's played and understands, hey, like, just don't mess it up, right? There'll be a point where you can turn it loose and you can go all out and everything like that. But when you're playing with a defense – that is playing as well as the Jets are right now. You you want to just just manage the game. You know if you if you're not that guy and we're far enough along in the season. He's been healthy long enough to understand if if you're just if you're not that guy. If you're turning the ball over, okay, then you know it's it's like you know if you're in basketball, like go to the hole. You know, like <laughs> take the easy shot. You know, and and um, get yourself back into a rhythm instead of trying to hit the deep three or trying to you know throw the long ball consistently and and ended up turning the ball over. I think it's got it's a frustrating thing. You know, for a defense, when your your numbers are like showing on paper, your numbers are showing, and and you know you got potential um, you know Pro Bowl candidates and and whatnot who are all competing and doing well every single week, and then you got one guy on the other side of the ball who's you know consistently turning it over and putting you on this, in disad you know bad field position situation. So um, I would love for him to take a a page out of Daniel Jones' book and just manage the game, you know, hold on to the ball, hand it off, and take take what the defense gives you. Um, That that would be great. (laughs) That would be great (laughs) if he would be able to do that. That's for sure. Like I said, I think this could be, I think this could be like a career changing game for him. Mm. I I really do believe that, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and again, not it's not about putting up gaudy numbers. It's mm-hmm. it's just it's it's far from that. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. We come back. We'll take your calls. We've already got quite a few people who do want to chime in. Uh, again, New York Game Day brought to you by Slowman's. Call eight six six oil deal to see how much you can save this winter on heating oil. Also brought to you by Eisner Amper. Eisner Amper developing winning game plans for business moving forward together. Eisner Amper dot com. Also brought to you by. 
cold Bud Light. You know it's game day uh, when you open up that Bud Light. So make sure you enjoy responsibly. Also, by Coach USA. Make your commute to the city easy on a Coach USA bus for schedules and fares. Go to CoachUSA.com. Download the Coach USA app to buy, store, and scan your tickets. Matthias Kiwanuka, Anita Marks, and you, 800-919-3776. We come back, we'll get your calls next. Here on New York Game Day, 98.7 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Again, Matthias Kiwanuka, Anita Marks with you here on 98.7 ESPN. Jordan Renan is going to be joining us at uh, in, in about 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, reports out there is that OBJ is going to visit the Giants and the Cowboys um, mm. after after Thanksgiving. So we're definitely going to dive into that conversation um, <laughs> amongst others. But let's go to our phone lines. Ira in Staten Island, you're up. Welcome in. Hey, good morning, Anita. Good morning, Matthias. Good morning. Um, happy Thanksgiving to both of you, by the way. Um, so today, you know what? They have to get the monkey off their back. I thought three weeks ago they would get him. It just didn't work out. Uh, it's unfortunate they let that game get away from them. But there's a big opportunity here. And Anita, I have to agree with you. This could be a defining moment for Wilson. He doesn't mm-hmm. have to go out there and go for 300 yards and four touchdowns. You know that. Just go out there and just let all the pieces around you do their job and don't mess it up. He's going to have to make some plays. You know, Belichick's going to take away the run. So he is going to have to make some plays. But to me, this game, this game goes down to LaFleur, where he's going to come up against what Belichick's going to show him, get ready for two game plans because Bill always throws that at you. And the kicking game, to me, is going to be the deciding factor. Of course, the wind's out here. It looks like it's going to be a really windy day. It's cold. So I think field position and kicking is going to be uh, key. But whichever team protects the ball the most is probably going to win this game. Thanks for your phone call. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, Matthias? It's, it's pretty spot on. It's pretty accurate. I forgot about the weather factor. It's, it's, you know, we're still in the, the low 70s down here. So Ugh. it's, it's a little Yeah, rub chilly. it in. Rub it in, dude. Rub it in. But, no, but the, the weather's a factor. But, you know, I, I think, Ira, I think you're, you're spot on. Like, you know, this could be a defining game uh, for Zach Wilson. But I don't like to take the – nature away from somebody so regardless of what position you play it's like I, I like to encourage people to go out there 
play free. You don't want to play um, reserved or held back. But at the same time, you have to self-evaluate and decide, hey, is this something that I should be doing? So maybe you put it in the back of your head. Hey, when I roll out to my left, my passes are not um, completing at the percentage that I want. So if I'm going to roll, if I find myself in this situation, tuck it and run it or, or do something else. Like you can do, you can do little things like that. I don't think you want them to go into the game saying, okay, I'm not going to throw the ball down the field. I'm not going to do this. But I would say take your, the things that you're doing the the worst, right? The thing, the places where you're you're uh, performing the the poor, and eliminate those from your game. Like, let's start there. And that doesn't to, that doesn't mean you have to change your mentality as a player. It doesn't mean that you have to soften up or anything like that. But just eliminate whatever you know for facts you're not doing well. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Let's go to Shooter calling in from Stanford. Shooter, welcome in. What's up? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I'm headed to the Giants game right now. I haven't been this excited in years. I'm not just excited for the tailgate. I'm excited for the game, baby. Let's go, Giants! <laughs> um, I think this is also a defining moment for Daniel Jones. I think he needs to come out today and play a full game, right? Drive down the field, put up some points, show us Giants fans, right, that he could be the future. Like, this is a game where he could show us something. How has he not shown you that already, Shooter? I- I'm just curious. Like, have you, I mean, I, I don't, I don't quite understand. Have you been watching these games this season? I don't. I have been watching. I think okay, he's a good so... quarterback. I think he's good, but I want him to, I want him to play a full game. I feel like he, he has moments in games, right? He plays well. He's been playing well in the fourth quarter. He's been managing the games better. He's not making the turnovers like he used to. Uh, he's doing that better, but I want, I want to be a hundred percent on board with him. I think, Giants fans are swaying towards him. I think we're we're happy with the way he's playing. All right, don't we want him to be like solid, like really be confident? Like I think this is a confidence builder for him today, right? If he plays a solid game the entire game. Shooter, I, I I appreciate the phone call, Kiwi. I I'm I'm at my wits end. Like I like I don't like I don't get it. Like I don't know what more he needs to do. Like I, I don't think he needs to I, do any more. To be- I don't either. Like I don't get it. You know what? We're, you know. Let Let's do this, Matthias. Unfortunately, we we have an issue with your connection. You're you're going in and out. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, We're going to come back. Hopefully, we'll we'll fix that connection. Uh, We've got Jordan Renan, who's going to be joining us. Phone lines are lighting up. Uh, Maybe it's it's Giants fans calling in and and agreeing with our last caller um, or possibly agreeing with me. Like, like what more do you need to see from Daniel Jones? I just don't get it. Uh, Jordan Renan talking Giants with us next. I'll ask him, what does he know? What has he heard about Odell Beckham Jr.? Apparently, again, reports are that Odell is going to make a decision. Well, actually, he's going to start visiting teams after Thanksgiving and he's going to make a decision and uh, two teams that he's absolutely going to visit is right here, the Giants as well as the Dallas Cowboys. So, um, and also I'm curious, I, I, I want to ask uh, Jordan about Travis Kelsey's comments. How did the Giants even allow Kadarius Tony out of the building? So all of that plus more next here on 90.70 ESPN. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
By the way, New York Game Day brought to you by Bud Light. Enjoy your game day. Also, this is Inside the Numbers on uh, on New York Game Day, brought to you by Eisner Amper, and we bring in Jordan Renan. He joins me and, of course, Matthias Kiwanuka. Good morning, Jordan. How you doing? Good morning. How's everybody over there? Great. Great. Let's start first and foremost. Uh, reports now uh, hard and heavy this morning. Adam Schefter is reporting that uh, Odell Beckham Jr. is going to make a decision on a team after Thanksgiving and also that he's going to visit uh, not only the Dallas Cowboys but also the Giants. What's the latest? What can you tell us in regard to Odell Beckham Jr.? Yeah, the Giants are in that mix. There's no doubt about it. Uh, the, the key here, from what I understand, is remember, Odell's coming off a second knee injury, right? He's 30 years old. He hasn't played a snap yet this year. He's coming back. We're talking about his first practice being December, right? So the expectations, what can it realistically be? I think everyone needs to keep that in consideration. But from his perspective, it's what can I get guaranteed for next year, you know, for the future? Not just looking at it from, okay, what can I do this year? Because that's very short-sighted. So I think it's going to be about money-wise, what's guaranteed for Odell next year? Not necessarily, all right, what's the best situation for him right now? Get out there, you know, be a number one receiver. I don't even think that's realistic. I think people have people have to, you know, pull that back a little bit. He hasn't, you know, he just tore his knee for the second time, and and he hasn't played. We're in December. How often do we see players come in in mid-December after not having played the whole year and making a huge impact off a major injury? I, I think people have to be careful with that. Yeah, it's, it's a it, that would be a, a a tall feat for you know for him to do. Where do you think is the best fit for him? If you if you were his agent or if you were you know on his advisory board, or if he came to you for an opinion, where would you place him? Well, I think these, both these spots. I think the Giants and Cowboys are certainly they do fit like what is uh, you know I guess his his best fit in regards to. Uh, a, he, coming back to New York would be a great story. He knows that. Like, coming back, kind of unfinished business type deal. So that would be great for, you know, his uh, his brand and you know, his, his ability to perform. The Giants desperately need a receiver. We know that. So he would obviously factor greatly in there. The Cowboys, though, I think is actually a better spot for him in that, you know, they have other guys. They wouldn't then, the pressure wouldn't be on him to come in and compete and basically be a number one receiver right away, which, I mean, I just have trouble digesting that. I'm thinking that that's in the, that's at the high end of outcomes. Like, sure, it could happen, but I just think Dallas right now with the way they're set up is better. And if we're talking about winning this year and trying to win something this year, I think Dallas might be in a better spot. And I know people brought up Kansas City. I think with Kadarius Tony going to Kansas City, I know they've had a, a few wide receiver injuries recently. Juju's currently out uh, with a concussion, and Nicole Hardman's on IR. But I, I just think once they picked up Kadarius Tony, it made less sense for him to go to Kansas City. That was the spot that kind of stood out earlier. And then we know the Rams was ideal, but the Rams have kind of tanked here uh, to the point where why would he even want to go back there right now? They're not going to make the playoffs. Again, Jordan Renan joining us here on uh, on New York Game Day. You mentioned Kadarius Tony. Curious, 
because Travis Kelsey had his podcast with his brother each and every week, and, uh, and, and that podcast went viral, him asking his brother, I don't right. even know how the Giants allowed Kadarius Tony to get out of the building. Well, um, he was faking a hamstring injury in one play. So my question to you is, okay, Alleged, allegedly, okay, okay, but my question, you you don't have to say it. I said it. I said it. You you don't have to say it. I said it. He literally didn't play though for a long time. I mean, he, he why would he not want to play at all? How does guys? How does he end up in Kansas City and and the minute he lands there, everyone's like, what hamstring injury? There's no hamstring injury. He's not even in our medical department. He's not getting. There's not. He's not even getting treatment. He's I, not I even getting treatment. I, I understand the frustration. I understand the sentiment. But you cannot get mad at the Kader, at the Kadarius Tony situation and not be equally mad. Saquon Barkley been paid. We've already, a lot of players have come out have tweeted about the dangers, the numbers, the statistics are there about non non contact injuries happening on turf. And you're talking about the potential to ruin your entire career, you know, without having, you know, being compensated for it. So I think you have to, those two things have to go hand in hand. So maybe maybe he didn't feel comfortable playing because the playing surface wasn't right. Is I, I, well, think, I, I mean, this is I why think for him, Anita. Yeah. Let me let me chime in here for a second. I think for him, the thing was he was on the verge of getting healthy, right? The Giants knew that. Part of the contention with Kadarius Tony was they, he was getting healthy. He probably could have played, but they had a bye week after that. He had already missed, you know, what, four or five games. They wanted at that point, okay, we're going to give him the extra week. But then it got to the point where Tony wanted to be cleared, and the Giants were worried, okay, we're going to clear him before – uh, physically before the bye week, he's going to then disappear on the bye week. Who knows if he's going to work during the bye week? Last time he came, he he was out, you know, away uh, in the off season, came back and got hurt on the very first day. So that it, it's a very tricky situation in regards to Kadarius Tony's health and what he can give the Giants. And the bottom line was he was unreliable, right from the start. From the second he showed up, he was unreliable. So the Giants just took what they could for him. Now, we all know he is super talented. He's going to blow up tonight. Uh, I'm sure you love him in fantasy this week, Anita. Oh, so yeah. I. I, have him in one of my, I have him in one of my lineups, and I'm excited. Like, he's going to kill it tonight. The question with him is, can you trust him? Will he be reliable for the Chiefs? When they get to a playoff game, if out of nowhere he's injured again, I wouldn't be surprised. Kiwi? Yeah, I just I, I I'll go back and I, I just think that. Um, so so I mean, just to clarify, Kiwi, you you think yep. uh, you think that a lot of the disgruntled, um, you know, ow, I have I have a hamstring was him not wanting to play on this giant surface and wanting no, to go was, somewhere was, with, no. with with with. I, I don't know. I don't have any facts about the situation. I was just okay. using that as a for instance. What I'm saying is that there's there there are so many things. You heard Derek Carr get up there and speak. There are so many things that players have to do in order to get ready to play that have a negative impact on your body, right? So if you if you are 
bought in, you're sold in, you believe like, hey, we're going and this is the direction we're going, you're happy with your contract, then you're willing to do all those extra things, right? And you can mentally prepare yourself and put yourself in a position where you play through an injury, not just not just you got healthy, but you're playing through injuries. By this point in the season, everybody has things that could land them on the, the injury report. It's just, it, it just is what it is, right? But what I keep saying is if you want guys to play for just the love of the game and to honor their contracts, then get rid of the, the turf fields and guarantee the contracts. Outside of that, you can't tell a guy, you know, who only has on average three or four, less than four years as, a, as an NFL player. That's the average, right? And it's 100% injury rate in the league. You can't tell somebody, hey, you need to be going out there and playing even if you're unhappy or unsatisfied and you're playing through an injury, you know, for this team because – the all the thing at once you get out of your guaranteed money the only thing a contract does is guarantee you'll never get paid more than what they have but they will ask you to take a pay cut in a in a heartbeat so i think like i always, I always believe like you don't count another man's money and everybody has to operate their business the way that they see fit and if he felt as though it wasn't right or he wasn't ready to go out there on the field under these circumstances you got to let the man do his business and with Kadarius Tony, the question is, did he, does he really know what being a professional is like, right? He's a young guy. He's, he's, he kind of operates on his own island. And if you go and look, did you hear a lot of the Giants come out after the fact and say, I can't believe they traded Kadarius Tony. You know, this guy was going to blow up for us. No, they had questions about him, too, about mm-hmm. his professionalism. That, that was a huge part of this equation here with Kadarius Tony. Again, Jordan Renan joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, Jordan, taking a look at this game, a lot of people feel that this could be a trap game for the Giants considering they play Thursday, Thanksgiving in Dallas. Uh, How has the preparation been for this game to make sure that it doesn't become a trap game and they don't lose to the Lions today? Yeah, I mean, Brian Dable has just been so steady with this. You know, Anita, you'll know this. Tom Coughlin and Kiwi. Tom Coughlin used to put the standings on the board every week, right? Like he wanted you to know what was in front of you, what was there, because he, he said people aren't oblivious to it around him. Brian Dable takes the opposite approach, right? He, was, he just wants you to worry about that day. Don't think about anything else but this week and this game. And the approach so far for him, you know, more along the, the Patriots, you know, win-the-day approach, has worked. And the Giants have really – just taking it, you know, the oh, it's, I know it's a cliche, but the one game at a time thing, and you saw that again this week. Like, they're not talking, and I'm sitting, trust me, I'm sitting there, and I'm asking them, like, hey, what do you think about possibly being in first place in the NFC East? Or, hey, do you know by the end of this week it's not out of the realm of possibilities you could be tied for the lead in the entire NFC? And to a man, they sit there and they say, look, we're really not looking at that. We're worried about this week's game the Detroit Lions, I think they, they realize, especially after the past couple of years, they're not good enough to overlook anybody at this mm-hmm. point. Like, <laughs> every week they play, they're in a tight game. So I, I think Brian Dable has done a really good job of drilling that into his group this year, and they've really taken to it. Kiwi, any, any last questions before we let Jordan go? Um. No, no, we're good. I mean, I, I appreciate you always, you know, bringing us um, the insight and, and covering the Giants very well. I know it's a, it's a tough job, so thanks, Jordan. I appreciate it. Um, Jordan, on the defensive side of the ball, who can we anticipate yeah. active, inactive today? 
Uh, yeah, for the most part, I mean, they're getting there. This team is getting healthier. I think uh, Aziz Ojolari is still on IR, but he's getting close. I think, uh, you know, Dallas is, might not be out of the range of outcomes for him. So they're getting healthier on that end. And, uh, you know, they're not going to have Xavier McKinney for a while. We don't know who we have there. But you're going to see a lot of Dane Belton and even more possibly of Jason Pinnock, former Jet, uh, back there. So I think he's, he's going to be a big factor for this team. And then the middle linebackers, we saw it last week. Rookie Micah McFadden is now part of that mix. Uh, Tay Crowder is not. Uh, so get, get used to that. And this defense, as always, revolves around Leonard Williams and Dexter, uh, Dexter Lawrence. Those are the two guys this year that you know really are driving this defense and, and giving them giving them an opportunity on that side of the ball. And they've done a great job of being opportunistic and keeping teams out of the end zone. Uh, Jordan, thank you so much. I know that after this game, obviously. Uh, the Giants will be traveling to to Dallas to take on the Dallas Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm hosting Thanksgiving morning from 5 to 8 a.m., and Jordan will be joining me for a preview for that game as well, so stay tuned for that. Jordan, thank you so much. Enjoy the game today. You got it. 5 a.m., holy cow, that's early. That's 4 a.m. in Dallas. Don't be calling me at the start of the show, Anita. Yes, drink your coffee, dude. Drink your coffee, <laughs> set your alarm. All right, that's Inside the Numbers, brought to you by Eisner Amper. Eisner Amper, a leading global business advisory firm, help you design a winning game plan for your business moving forward together. Learn more at EisnerAmper.com. Also, this portion of the show brought to you by Stoli Elite, uh, ultimate premium vodka. Enjoy Stoli Elite responsibly. Um, and uh, we're going to take a quick break. We come back. We come back with Kiwi's keys to the game. What are the three things the Giants absolutely have to do in order to beat the Detroit Lions today? Kiwi's keys to the game. And we'll continue with your calls. 800-919-3776. New York Game Day here on 90.7 ESPN. Get ready for Kiwi's keys to the game. I was Wink Martindale talking about Thibodeau. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> open up a can of butt whipping. He's the can opener. I like it. He is the can <laughs> opener. I love that. Uh, Matthias Kiwanuka, Anita Mark. It is New York Games Day. This portion of the show brought to you by Eisner Amper. Eisner Amper develops winning game plans for business moving forward together. EisnerAmper.com. And uh, also brought to you by Slowman's. Call 866-OIL-DEAL to see how much you can save this winter on heating oil. And Samuel Institute for Pain Management. For a pain-free life, visit SamuelPayne.com today. Also by FW Webb and Will McLean. Turn to one FW Webb's 100-plus locations. For unparalleled Wild McLean inventory, visit FWWeb.com to find out convenient locations near you. With that being said, Matthias, give us your three keys to the game, what the Giants absolutely positively need to do in order to beat the Detroit Lions today. This one, this one is very simple this week. It, it is not a trap game. Um, I think, you know, Jordan alluded to it. We've been talking about it. That, that they have to, you know, step up and, and get this win. Um, first, they have to run the ball consistently. They have been, but they need to continue to do it. That's going to be their key to victory. The only team that gives up more rushing yards than Detroit is Houston, so they have to be able to take advantage of that. They need to hit Jared Goff. And you hit him early and often, 
and then they need to get win the turnover battle. So basically run the ball, get to the quarterback. I'd like to see them get to the quarterback without having to blitz so that the guys in the secondary can focus on just playing coverage um, and you know to be able to add that to the repertoire because at some point – there's going to be a time when you're not going to be able to, to throw, you know, five plus people at the, at the quarterback just to get home. So they're going to have to be able to take care of that up front. And then they have been playing opportunistic defense. They've been getting, you know, turnovers, you know, week, week after week that has to continue. So basic run the ball, hit the quarterback without needing help and uh, get those turnovers. Um, I, I love all those necessities, all those keys that the giants need to do. Um, you know, on a scale of one to ten, uh, Kiwi, h- how surprised are you that the Giants are, are sitting where they are right now? I'm surprised. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, "Oh yeah, I saw it coming all along." No. <laughs> you it's, saw it coming. I'm the one. <laughs> I saw it coming. Uh, it, this is um, it's it's a pleasant surprise. Uh, they've been able to maintain and 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 to continue it. But you know, like I, I keep saying, like right now, the fate of the Giants all rests on Saquon's legs, and I would like to see them. You know, have you know, have a have a backup plan or be able to rest him a little bit. It would be great if you could think that he's going to be able to ride all the way through the um, regular season and deep into the playoffs and, and win a championship. But to be honest, like that's a lot to ask of a young man. So um, I am pleasantly surprised, but I can't. I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, I saw this coming all along. So in looking at the NFC East right now, the Eagles top at eight and one. They're taking on an Indianapolis Colts team that won last week with Jeff Saturday as their, as their head coach. Unbelievable. We brought, brought uh, Matt Ryan back in the game, BC boy. There you go. Uh, Giants sitting at 7-2, and two, as we know, going up against Detroit. The Dallas Cowboys going up against Minnesota in Minnesota. And then, of course, uh, Washington. I'm trying to think. Washington, I think, plays Houston today. Um, what, with that being said, and, and, and let's talk about the Eagles for a second, right? Because... If the Eagles do lose, I don't anticipate them losing, but they went out and they brought in Linval Joseph and oh, yeah. Sue this week yep. with, with Jordan Davis out. They just, I mean, and that's how I, I, I believe they lost last week is they just, I, I mean, they just, they, they have no rush defense without Jordan Davis um, locking down that middle. I mean, who knew that a rookie could be that valuable? I kind of, I, I felt he was the best player coming out of this year's draft, but nonetheless, um, you know, bring, talk about like the Eagles bringing in these guys at the last minute you know, it's kind they, of like I feel like it's a quick fix, right? Like it's it's continue. using silly putty to try to you know uh, close up that hole. But they can they continue to make solid moves, solid acquisitions and trades. This has been you know a couple of years in the making. I honestly think like, I played with Limbaugh. You know, I'm very familiar with Indomitian Sue. Um, but I, I think we could look back and be like, oh, this was the the actual point where. Um, you know, the Eagles set sail, you know, where they never looked back. You know, when you add some veterans like that, I think the um, the the skill set is great. You know, the contributions that they'll make on the field is, is great. But you're talking about two really solid veterans who are well-respected in this league, been around for a long time. That's Those are the kinds of, of players that I've been saying all along you need to add to a locker room because they're not just going to help you with what they do on the field. Their contribution is going to be in the locker room. It's going to be in the meeting room. It's going to be, you know, at the dinner table on whatever Friday nights or Saturday nights whenever the team gets together, you know, and imparting their wisdom on, on these younger players. I think it's a great move. Um, so again, the Giants sitting at, at seven and two, and sitting if they do win today, which which I want to believe that we do anticipate them to win at home mm-hmm. against Detroit, 
and they do move to um, eight and two, they will then have a 97.1% chance that they make it to the postseason this year. A 97.1 chance that they make it to the postseason. By the way, uh, you could wager that the Giants win the NFC East at 10 to 1. Their odds right now to win the NFC East are 10 to 1. The Cowboys, again, that are sitting at 6 and 3, and I do anticipate the Cowboys to lose today at Minnesota against the Minnesota Vikings at home. Um, they're, they're plus 350. I'm just throwing it out there. Like, listen, you know, I had money that the Eagles would go undefeated, and I think you're right. Like, now, like, that's, that's off their back. Mm. Now they could just, they don't have to worry about, like, the, you know, the undefeated discussion, mm-hmm. uh, which, which, you know, definitely, you know, gets, gets heavy, especially as the season progresses. Mm. So I, I still have the Eagles winning. But for Giants fans, you know, you want to feel optimistic. Um, you know, maybe you feel that the Giants do have a chance. 10 to 1. I think those are some good odds, especially if, if they end up beating the Detroit Lions today like we think they do, uh, those those odds will drop. Mm-hmm. Just FYI. Okay, quick break. We come back. Um, uh, Matthias and I are going to take our tour around the NFL week 11 and talk some of, some of the, the other big storylines out there. If you want to chime in, I'm curious. I'd love to hear from Giants fans, 800-919-3776. Adam Schefter is reporting that Odell Beckham Jr. is going to uh, tour around the NFL and meet with a variety of teams. And he's definitely going to stop here in New York and meet with the Giants. He's going to go to Dallas and meet with the Dallas Cowboys as well. Those are two teams for sure that he already has stops uh, planned for. Giants fans, do you want to see Odell Beckham Jr. back in this offense? 800-919-3776. We'll take your calls and we'll dive into some other the big story news. And, and I'll fill you up to speed. I'll get you up to speed. I'll fill you in on some of the news that has broke uh, in the last 30 minutes as well pertaining to players, active, inactive, what we can anticipate heading into today's matchups. Anita Marks, Matthias Kiwanuka, and you. It is New York game day here on 98.7 ESPN.